0: home building and remodeling show. Let's go. Welcome everybody to the home building and remodeling show. My name is Chris Kirby and I'll be your host. I am the owner of three construction companies on the Alabama Gulf Coast. The show is about residential construction we're going to cover topics of home building and remodeling. Are you thinking of doing a remodel or building a home? Are you a contractor looking to improve your knowledge base or grow your business? Have you ever done a remodel project or built a home? There were so many things you wish you knew or that you could have done differently during the process. Then this show is for you. We break down the process of building and remodeling and how to have the best results during your project. Whether you're a DIYer looking for tips, Someone looking to hire a contractor to do a project or a contractor looking to expand your knowledge base or your business. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Stay tuned. And as always, we begin the show with my thoughts on construction, specifically home building and remodeling. Let's get started. So I could go on and on about finding your niche. One of the problems that we had when we first started doing this is that as a brand new contractor, you don't know where your work is going to come from. So you're out there making calls, calling your friends, people you know, letting them know that you've just got into remodeling or home building and you're trying to establish clients. At first, we would do anything. We would hang a ceiling fan if you called for it, paint, drywall, build a deck. Um, inside, outside work, it didn't matter, siding, Any, any type of thing that we could get our hands on just to get in front of clients and get to meet people and let them know that we were contractors in their community, we would do it. And slowly, as we started to get a little bit of work, we quickly found out that we're not good at everything. And as a contractor, it is imperative that you figure out what you are good at Very quick because what happens is you want to do all the work you want to take that job because you you need it you really do need it at first and so you take that job and it's really not something that you're strong at so being really good at something and just being able to do it are two separate things and as a remodeler if you're in construction you do want to take on everything that you can You have to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. You have to know what you're good at. You've got to make sure that you stick to what you're good at because you really start to get better, hone in on your skills. You become quicker. You become more efficient. You learn how to price it right. All of those things, if you're doing multiple, multiple um, types of work, You're never going to be able to perfect your cost structure. You're never going to be able to perfect the project flow. And you're never really going to master the efficiency it takes to become very good at your niche. And And now it's time for Shop Talk. This is where I bring in one of the co-hosts, Adam or Mark, and we begin to talk about different aspects of remodeling and home building. Hope you enjoy it. All right, so today I've got my partner Mark with me, and we're going to talk about barnominiums. It's uh, trending. Um, it's trending in the home building industry, in the custom home building industry. I know out in Texas there are a lot of Barndo's out there already, but here on the Alabama Gulf Coast, it's becoming a thing. So we wanted to talk about it and answer some some questions. And you, being really the project manager, senior project manager here at our companies, you've We've built, we're on our third one now. Um, we're about to break ground on our third one. So we've got a little bit of knowledge and experience in building the barn doors, And I would say we do it a little bit different. Well, maybe not different, but we do it a certain way. So we work with a metal building vendor. We get the building in and then we start, we build out the interior and they really operate as a, a metal building sub for us. Yeah. Right. Um besides the barnuminiums being um trendy, why do you think they're so hot right now or why are they trending in our area?
1: I think part of it is the money aspect of it. Yeah. You know, it is cheaper to build one. Yep. Um the efficiency of it and you can for the bane for your buck, you get shop time. You know, you get that shop room along with build. Yeah. You know, you you have your living space, you have your garage, work area, all in under one roof. It's just very efficient.
0: Yeah. And so, and I'm glad you said that because, you know, we get asked about building barn dominiums and we look at a lot of different floor plans. Um, There are a lot of floor plans out there that people are looking at. But to me, and uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but a barn dominium, especially a shop type, is different than having a a full home that's li- all living space with just metal siding. It is, yeah, and and it's a lot cheaper. That well, the reason that it's cheaper to do a barn dominium is because you are you have more um, free space than you have living space, yeah. but you get the foundation and the building cheaper. So you get the, me- the It's cheaper to build out a 6,000 square foot metal building with a foundation than it is to make it a 6,000 square foot home. It is. Right. So for us, you know, when I look at it right way to look at a barn dominium, if you're looking at saving money is to have a minimal living space with a bunch of shop. Is that how you look at it too? It is. Yeah,
1: it is. And that in my eyes, that's a true barn dominium. Right. Um, you know, a barn home is just as efficient, and you can still save money by doing a barn home versus a traditional build. Yeah. But the, the barn dominium part of it, you get the all the layout of that extra space.
0: Right, and it's really a barn and a condominium. That's where the barn dominium term comes from. Usually, in the beginning, I think people were building the garage into the living space, and the living space, again, was minimal it was kind of like a condominium inside of a, of a shop, and that's where you, you save the money. And so for us, when we look at the one that we just completed in Alberta, it was a 6,000-square-foot building. And it had one side was the main house, and it had 2,500 square feet. Then it had 2,250-square-foot garage, and then it had a 1,250-square-foot mother-in-law suite. That was the composition of 6,000 square feet, but it was a lot cheaper because we only had to build out the interior of the main house and the mother-in-law suite. The rest of it was the shop or the garage, and that's why it was way more affordable. I I would say right now, on average, we're saving 20 to 25% on building the shop-type barn dominiums. Now, what about strength of home? Down here on the Alabama Gulf Coast, we have what's called uh, fortification. And there's three different levels of fortification. There's the where you do your roof, right, which is a bronze. And then you have the silver uh, fortification, which is the windows and doors, your gable vents, things like that. Um, and then you have gold, which is how we build all of our homes. And now these barn dominiums, are they able to be gold fortified?
1: They are. Okay. They are. And how does that work? So the main thing is they come engineered from the factory with 165-mile-an-hour wind rating. Gotcha. Which which accommodates the gold fortification rules. Gotcha. Um, the only other step you have to do to it is put plywood, OSB, zip, you know, something on the exterior roof and walls so, to get that fortification.
0: So you can't knock on the metal panels to the steel and it's done? Cannot. Okay. It has um, to
1: have that OSB with the house wrap on the door. You know, the
0: zip system, one or the other. Right, and, and, and exactly, it can be one or the other, correct? Yes. It doesn't have to be, so it can be OSB with the house wrap or the zip system. That's right. Okay. As far as the strength of the barn doe compared to a traditional home, the, these are commercial buildings coming from the manufacturer, uh, you know, and they're, like you said, wind rated already for 165 mile an hour. Yes. So if you don't know the categories of storm, 165 mile an hour is a pretty strong storm here yes. on the Gulf Coast. So, and that's how they are able to fortify. We actually work with a couple of fortified inspectors that come out and they inspect during the process. I think another reason that these barn are are trendy is because here, you know, on the on the Gulf Coast, people like to have their land. They like to have a shop. They like to have their house. And so this was a way for a lot of people to put them both under one roof and save some money while doing it. And then you have that free space later, like I think the one we did, plywooded the attic floor for her, yep. right? How tall was, do you remember how tall that one was?
1: So the E pipes were 14 foot. Okay. Um, the interior walls were 10 foot, so there's plenty of head space above. Yeah, I believe it was twenty-two foot up to the peak.
0: Yep, he actually in the garage that separated the main house and the mother-in-law suite. We actually put stairs, and they could walk above both sides of that house. Correct. Yeah. So could they in the future build more in there? Could they? It, could they make rooms and stuff like that? Definitely. Yeah, and then in the garage, you know, if they were like, "Well, I really only needed a thousand square foot." They could take and add rooms and different things like that, right? Yeah. Okay. What about the um, the process of building a Barnominium? So for us, again, we there's a couple of different styles of Barnominium. There's the stick built, which is your post and beam type of build. And then the way we do it, again, is we order the metal building, and the metal building comes in. And talk to us about how the evolution of that works.
1: So... At arrival of the metal building, we try to have the foundation ready, the concrete board. Yep. That way, when the metal building gets here, it can be erected. It takes three weeks or so to erect an average 3,000 to 4,000 square foot metal building. Gotcha. It takes a week to build it out interior. Okay. Versus a traditional home, that's a two-month, three-month process. Yeah, absolutely. So it is, it's a lot more efficient time-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can turn that product around a lot quicker than a traditional
0: home builder. Yeah, because a lot of what uh, we're looking at is not structural because the building, again, is already win-rated. The foundation is engineered. And so once the erectors come out and put up the metal building, we're able to, to really go to town on the inside and get it done pretty quickly. Yep. As far as the steps... Um, once we get to the interior build out is it it's pretty much the same as a traditional build from that point for the client it is okay it is
1: once they start framing inside it is from that point forward it is just like a traditional build uh, interior walls you know insulation interior walls then your subs come in HVAC plumbing electrical once that's done you go for your floor weight just like a normal build and then it's ready for sheetrock trim and finishes.
0: Yeah, and so for us, the process once we get to interior build out, it's it's very similar to how we would do a Mm -hmm. traditional style home. One of the things that we've had some issues with in the beginning. So two years ago is when we really started down this path, helping a friend build a barnominium, and uh, it was a little bit hard for her to get the um, financing that she needed from the bank because it was it was trending and. There was really no other barnominiums in the area. And so the financing part was hard because there weren't any comps. Well, we've kind of, there's a, there's a few around here now. And so there are a couple of local banks that will take on those types of loans. Actually financing a barnominium here where we are isn't uh, an issue at the moment. And then the other, the other thing that people were having a hard time with was the getting the insurance for them. But again, it's the same thing. Now that there are a few around, the insurance companies are able to insure them. And what, what you got to look at is these things are really uh, commercial, like a commercial building. They're really no different. And I think now that people are more educated on what exactly a barnuminium is, they're able to insure it and give it, put a mortgage on it, uh, provide financing, different things like that. Is there any difference in the process of land clearing or any of that type of stuff for a barn. though it's not it's all it's all the s- it, same so just is. like a custom home
1: it is the only thing i've found that is different is in the foundation step yeah um if your property is not flat you cannot do block on that foundation like you would a traditional house and then pour backfill and pour your slab yeah so you have a lot more dirt filled to bring in
0: so how does it so explain that to me because we're about to do do one that's yeah. on an unlevel lot. Just because your lot isn't level doesn't mean that you can't do a barnuminium, and that's kind of what he's talking about. So, how does that work in preparing that foundation since it's, it's not level?
1: Yeah. So it's you cut your ground, figure out how deep it's got to be at the highest point. Yep. And then you start bringing in your fill dirt. Once you get your fill dirt in, then it has to be compacted. Uh, just over and over, running over with a, a roller or dump trucks, whatever it takes to get it back. And then get that compaction test to ensure that it is, you know, 95% compacted. Yeah. And once you get that, then you move on like a traditional monolithic slug.
0: Some people ask about, like, oh, it's metal. So how does it not rust and all this different type of stuff?
1: So it, it has a coating on it. Yeah. And yep. it has, a I think, a 30 or 40-year warranty on that coating.
0: Yeah. Uh, so does the, does the building uh, come from the manufacturer with a warranty? It does. Okay. Okay. Because
1: all the parts have warranty. Gotcha. You know, one of the questions I've been asked a lot lately by potential clients are, do we have to put metal on, yeah. on the walls? Can we do a board and batten or can we do a brick skirt? And yes, you can. Right. So, so once you get that plywood there, then it's. Becomes more like a traditional. You can do a brick skirt with metal to it, or you can do hard.
0: Yeah, and we and we're doing so right now. The one that we're doing um, in Alberta, that one actually on the front, we've actually done a stone skirt around the front too. Um, that how did that work? How I guess one of the questions would be where the stone and metal meet. How does that all work?
1: So you take you know like that one. It was just one wall. Yeah. Uh, Just the front Just the
0: front of the Barnuminium, the front.
1: so it didn't go, you know, all the way around. So at the corners, they have a corner trim that comes down with the metal, and they just let it come all the way down over the edge of the stone. Yep. And they do make, you know, with those stones, they do make transitions for corners and top uh, rails and everything for it. Gotcha. Uh, But on that one, we actually let the metal come down over the sides. Yep. And then put a flashing on the top ledge of the bridge. Gotcha.
0: So one of the other questions people ask about is insulating the Barnominiums. And I'm in quite a few different groups on Facebook that specifically talk about Barnominiums and styles. And insulation is a big topic that comes up. What kind of insulation are, are we using in these Barnominiums?
1: So with both of the the first two we've done, we have done spray foam, open-cell, on both of them. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. really do. They do make the traditional plastic-insulated wrap that goes on the building all the way around on the ceiling and everything. Um, and it's the same thing you would find in in any other metal building. Yeah. Um, and it seems efficient enough, but that spray foam really, really cuts down on noise and temperature, you know, your elements creeping through the metal. Yeah. Um, Okay. I, I do like it a lot.
0: Yeah. And we've talked to our insulators and we use, you know, a couple of different ones and, um, they'll tell you like on the, the big one that we just completed um, that it was kind of overkill to further insulate it the is. walls, unless you're looking for like a soundproofing or a barrier that foam was, was fine. Yep. Right. And there was no need to act to further insulate those walls. Yeah. It, okay.
1: There's
0: no need. You know, question people have is in the design part. So how we do it, um, And I'll let you speak to the beginning phases because I know I deal more with when we send it to our architect and he does the interior uh, build-out phase. But how do people go about getting plans for a Barnum medium?
1: Uh, For the metal part itself? Yes. uh, That first, knowing your square footage. Yep. uh, Do you want it wider than it is long? Yeah. Uh, That's the first step. And then from there, We'll get them in contact with the metal vendor. Yeah. And then he'll actually design the building with them. Okay. How, how they want it to look. If they want two-tone metal, you know, everything to it. The colors of the metal, the sizes of the building, long, skinny, square. You know, all of that comes from the vendor. Gotcha. And then they engineer it. And then it comes to us. And then our architect will get with them, get it drawn out. Get the windows
0: laid out where they go. Okay. And then basically then you have a full set of plans, correct? Yes. Well, once he does his interior, so let's talk about it. You got the metal building that comes stamped. It's engineered. It is. Okay. We have a local engineer that does the foundation portion. Yes. Okay. Then we have an architect that does the design and build out portion yes. of the barnuminium. And then once he's done he sends it to the engineer again to basically make everything mesh, right? Okay. And then once that engineer is done, we're ready to go to planning and zoning and move into permitting. So that's kind of the process of looking at a dominium. So I want to close out the conversation about Um, And I hope that you guys were able to get some knowledge out of that. Thanks for joining us today. As always, we are grateful for our listeners and your continued support. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Get more info at our website, www.thehomebuildingshow.com. And as always, remember who we are, the Home Building and Remodeling Show.